All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Kara McCutcheon is here for her weekly spot talking a little bit of Ole Miss football. Hey, K.D. Hill, Kara, was just announced as the Chucky Mullins Courage Award winner. That That's always a pretty cool award, and that is one of those moments whenever Chucky got hurt and got injured. I can remember exactly where I was. That was probably the second time in my life that I ha- that happened, the first time being the challenger. But the, mm-hmm. those two those two things are really clear in my mind. Yeah, um, it's really exciting. And like we discussed, like, you know, Lane kind of moved this to a fall thing. So I think he gives time a little bit from the spring. So very much an honor um, for him. Yeah, yeah, he's a good player, and he said it was um, his dream ever since he committed to Ole Miss and found out about it. That became a goal to someday wear the number 38. So I think he's actually going to wear the jersey and not just the 38 patch, and it's going to be a pretty cool thing. I just wanted to bring that up because that was just recently announced before we started recording. Anyway, Kara, I want to bring this up to you, and let's say that the media can be lemmings from time to time. And because of that, and Auburn having the amount of disarray that they have, how long do you think it is before they um, say Lane Kiffin is a candidate there? Oh, I I think we'll hear it probably about October, mid-October. <laughs> um, you know, it's setting up quite nicely to look like a nice little Tommy T throwback, um, especially with Lane's current comments about Oxford. Um you know, those similarities are stacking up. Uh, do I think Lane would leave? No. But do I think it definitely puts together a great rumor? Absolutely. Yes. Um, just so everybody knows in the, in, the, in the name of transparency, Lane Kiffin is a name. If I put him in the title, I'm guaranteed to get 200 more views for the same video than I would have gotten before. It's the same thing with Jackson Dart. Some people just have that interest rating. So the media is going, because of that, any job that comes open, they're going to attach Lane Kiffin in there, whether there's real interest or not, because it guarantees their article article is going to do better. It's really weird. Yeah, and I, you know, like I said, it, it's got the makings of a, um, is this the next Tuberville? Uh, hmm. You know, it. Ha- I mean, gosh, could you not see Lane as a future senator? I could. Um <laughs> So I think it really does have the makings of a good story, a good rumor. Um, So I think we'll hear it. We might hear it for other schools, but I definitely think as we go through the season, we'll hear it more and more for uh, Auburn. And tonight, as this podcast airs on a Thursday, Tennessee is going to start playing. Um, Missouri is going to start playing. It's going to start to feel real because there's games Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. It's going to be nonstop throughout the week. What are you looking forward to this weekend? You know, obviously I'm looking forward to us uh, in store, but I'm really also looking forward to um, seeing how LSU and, well, I know that's Sunday, but uh, LSU and FSU. I'm interested in watching that Notre Dame and Ohio State matchup. And, of course, Georgia-Oregon, um, that – Dan Lanning versus former team, Bo Nix again against Georgia. Um, so good matchups coming up. Yeah, today at about 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Central, we're going to release a video. The, but the three games to watch in college football, the three that we pick is 
Arkansas-Cincinnati, because that's a ranked game that nobody's thinking about. Auburn, Georgia, and Ohio State, Notre Dame. Those those are the three games to watch this week. And um, that, that, that should be a really cool segment that I think this thing has a chance to grow a little bit. But yeah, as I'm building all these graphics for all these new shows on game week, I just get so excited. Like I got to build the live stream today and I'm just like, I'm just like giddy, like I'm six years old and it's Christmas Eve and I'm just trying to rush downstairs and see what's under the tree. Um, but that, that's how that's how I'm feeling right now. You know, another good matchup that people aren't really talking about but has potential legs is that uh, South Carolina-Georgia State game. Mm-hmm. You know, Georgia State had some pretty good opening against, who was it, Auburn and... Um, Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that... Uh, I think South Carolina will, will will win it, but that has some potential legs to be a pretty decent game, pretty decent yeah. matchup. And if I'm not mistaken, the head coach at Georgia State was at one point the interim coach, maybe after Spurrier left at South Carolina. So he has some roots there at South Carolina. And the um, the new mascot name, they had to change the name from Sir Big Spur at South Carolina to oh, something yeah. else. It's now and, uh, the, the general. general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought one of the choices, maybe they were joking on it. One of the choices was Cluck Norris. And I was like, if you mm-hmm. name your, your mascot that, you're never losing again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they missed an opening there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, everybody wanted to go juvenile um, with the Cock Commander thing that they were yeah. talk, all talking about. And they just completely whiffed on the Clark Norris thing. And then they went with the general because we can't name our mascot that. And it's like people naming boats like Bodie McBoatface and stuff like that. Whenever you put it for a vote, expect the lowest common denominator to rule the day. Yeah, I think another good matchup um, that I think people aren't talking about is that Memphis-Mississippi uh, State game. Um, that That could potentially, you know... I think Memphis could keep it close. They typically try to against Mississippi teams. I, you know, this actually came up bringing that up is, uh, is Memphis a rival? And uh, I, I just don't see Memphis and growing up as an Ole Miss fan, I've never considered Memphis a rival uh, or a traditional rival. Are, are, um, you ta- are you talking about that thing from Big Game Boomer uh, that he did yeah, on Crane and, and Company? Yeah, uh, Jake Crane. It started yeah. a huge conversation with both Mississippi schools, which, you know, Congrats to them bringing Egg Bowl Twitter together in one tweet. But, uh, like, I I don't think I've ever in my life considered Memphis a rival. I'm not saying they're not a good team, just I've never considered them one of our traditional rivals. Yeah, yeah, they're one of those teams that look at Ole Miss. They look at themselves as they want to be a rival of Ole Miss and of Mississippi State. But the other way, it isn't quite there. It's the same way that Ole Miss fans view as USM. And USM viewed State and Ole Miss in a different way. Now, I like Big Game Boomer. He's fun. He's really good at grabbing attention. He's really good at starting conversations. And he just kind of whiffed a little bit here because I think Ole Miss played Memphis last in 2018, 2019. 2019, yeah. Yeah, it's 29. Enough time hasn't been passed where you can play the ducking them card. Because yeah. this was never a every year type of game. If you want to play the ducking them card against Ole Miss, it would be a Southern Mississippi argument because Southern Miss beat them at eighty four, and Ole Miss didn't play them again. 
Yeah, I don't think we're really decade yeah. Memphis. Um, I think, you know, if you look at our record overall, it's like 47, 12, and then two mm. against Memphis. Um, I don't think I really consider Memphis, like I said, a rival. And I, I don't think anybody at all really um, goes into that game as scared as people think. I, I think we constantly think we should win that game. I don't think we think it should be as close as it is uh, sometimes. But uh, overall record, um, I, I don't really find us to be fearful of playing Memphis. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's certain fans that have the take that Memphis is going to be really up for Ole Miss. They're going to be really game to play. And my theory, my thought process on that is, well, don't worry about that. You want that. Everybody's up for Alabama every single game. It is their Super Bowl. That means you are where you want to be. If somebody is trying to punch up to get to you, that that's a good thing. And... Do not, you don't want to be in a situation where Memphis is not excited to play you. You don't want to be in a position right. where Southern Miss is not excited to play you. And there's just a weird thing. People are so risk adverse now, and there's a trash talking culture that has developed um, over the last 50 years or so. And I think a lot of this with Southern Miss and Memphis is. They spend most of their time talking to people and honestly talking down about Memphis and Southern Miss. So if they ever lose that game, it's going to be right. reciprocated so hard and people are going to earn it. They're going to deserve it for what's coming because of the way they've acted. That's my theory on that. No, I, I agree. You bring a good mm -hmm. point. I think we have that even in, when teams we view like Vandy or even sometimes uh, – Arkansas or state or, you know, we feel, oh, as a mid-tier SEC team, I'm better than that team. So I, I think we do that just as much as in the SEC versus each other than we do non-conference um, schools. Well, there's people at Ole Miss, and I've heard this conversation that says we should stop playing Mississippi State or we should leave the trophy at the center of the field. And that isn't a rivalry thing. That isn't a toxicity thing. That is a fact that you have talked for a full year. And if you lose that game, it's going to come back at you. That's all right. it is. It's just dreading that. Because anybody that denies that Ole Miss and Mississippi State is not a rivalry and that game shouldn't be played, you don't have Ole Miss's best interest at heart. And you don't really know what's going on. I think you have to have that. Um, one of the things that... I think social media has brought about is kind of taking away some of that uh, banter, you know, that I think it's there and it's fun, but you have to have that with your rival. Uh, mm -hmm. What, you know, as fans, that's one of the most fun you can have going back and forth with your rival about those games. Now, of course, some people take it way farther than they probably should, but um, you know, I think some of the best times I've had is going back and forth with people from different teams in the SEC. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I have a blast going back and forth, especially, uh, you know, when you have those games like the Arkansas game and it comes down to the wire like that and you're like, oh, man, I'm about to hear it. And then you somehow win it and you're like, thank God, <laughs> I don't have to go back and uh, eat grow now. <laughs> you, you, you know, you know, it's a little bit similar to um, like gambling and have money on it. Mm -hmm. It's just that little bit of um, there's a consequence that you have personally for losing that game. Yeah. <laughs> and. It's funny, and like that's a weird thing. You mentioned Arkansas. That rivalry when Texas and Oklahoma comes in, 
Ole Miss is probably going to lose that rivalry every year. That That's going to be in the chocolate block. Arkansas is going to play Texas A&M and probably Mizzou. That's going to be their three. But that is a sneaky, weird, fantastic SEC rival rivalry and is probably the best rival that Arkansas has. And that goes back to the 80s. Yeah, I think, I think so too. And I think that's going to be sad for both Ole Miss fans and Arkansas fans because I think in any sport, you, you know, even when we played in baseball, um, you know, I, I remember talking to Arkansas fans and both of us going, man, you just never know when these two teams match up. Like, it doesn't matter your records. It doesn't matter if you're ranked. Um, it doesn't matter what you're projected to do. These two teams seem to play very differently against each other. Um, and they can definitely ruin a season. Uh, if I think people out there who are saying, oh, Ole Miss is going to come in and uh, we're just going to trounce them in Fayetteville, I, I don't think they truly believe that because, you know, there's never been a time these two teams have gone against each other, um, in the, especially recently, that just hasn't come down to the wire. It hasn't given you a small heart attack. Um, I think both sides are, you know, giving beta blockers a nice little push. Um, so, uh, you know, um, I'm always really excited for that. So I, I do think with the possibility of Oklahoma and Texas coming in, it does kind of take away that matchup and it'll be sad to lose that every year. Yeah, but if they do what they say they're going to do, it'll be playing Arkansas every other year at that point because every two years they'll end up popping up back on the schedule. So they'll play twice in four years. But that is a series where weirdness just seems to happen from Brian mm -hmm. Walker and baseball pretending to be hit um, to fourth and 25 to the two-point conversion last year to Ole Miss having a 30-point first-half lead and end up losing the game. Yeah, I mean, all of that's happened in the last ten years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, you'd be I, hard I pressed. Think... You'd be hard pressed to find that elsewhere. Yeah, I think many of us uh, can't even look at Hunter Henry the same. You know, like, uh, hmm. like just a weird freak play that you know, um, you know, that Arkansas matchup is just a fun one. Uh, yeah. So S seven overtime, Eli. Um, the hit, yeah, yeah. if you want to go back to 1990. Yeah, I mean, it, it, back when they were in the Southwest Conference, Ole Miss and Arkansas played every year. And it was a um, vault thing because Johnny Vault played them until, I think, the 60s and the 50s and 40s. And then and they kind of stopped in the 60s. And then Billy Brewer, who played them when he was um, playing for Ole Miss, picked them back up. And all of a sudden... It, that game, they've played that game every year since 1981, I think. I, you know, we talk about Arkansas, too, but I think the same could be said with LSU. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, I talked to a lot of people from LSU, and, you know, they love playing with us. You know, the funny thing with LSU is our biggest rivalry, not so much uh, the game, but while we have that, you know, we, we want to beat LSU every year, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, it's a special thing there that we want to come in and really just take out LSU, but – um, is, you know, LSU fans get really upset about the Grove. They mm -hmm. cannot stand that the Grove beats them in tailgating. They, they get very upset if their tailgating isn't put above Oxford. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Gumbo in a parking lot does not turn me on. Yeah, and so they say, oh, if you like cold chicken tenders. And I'm like, when do you not like cold chicken tenders? Like, who doesn't <laughs> like that, right? So, um... Yeah, that's the thing is the biggest rivalry is that uh, they hate we uh, 
are ranked above them as far as the tailgate experience. They they can't stand it. And when Ole Miss is good, and after last year going into Tiger Stadium this year, if Ole Miss is six and seven and zero oh, when they play LSU this year, you everybody will get an idea of what LSU really thinks about Ole Miss because when Ole Miss is good, there is a next level of hatred that comes out of those guys. That's true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I remember being uh, in Omaha and I was standing with some friends that were from OU and they hadn't really ever experienced Ole Miss or anything. And the national anthem was playing and a guy yelled during the middle of it, go to hell LSU. And I laughed and they, they turned to me afterward and said, what did he say? And I explained, I was like, they were like, I didn't even realize how big of a rivalry that was. And uh, I had to laugh and I said, yeah, we're, we're real classy with that one. Um, <laughs> We, we do like to uh, – it's bigger than people think. So um. Yeah. I've been going to LSU Ole Miss games since 83. 83 was my mm-hmm. first Ole Miss LSU game. And that um, the go-to-hell LSU thing, it's been a con- pretty consistent thing all through the years. Yeah, um, yeah. So. so it's pretty cool. Uh, I, I have to say, I'm just – this gets me pumped. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm ready for football to get here and get started. Um, I uh, – I wake up every day like, oh my gosh, we're not there yet. Like, can we get closer and closer? Like, uh, I'm super excited to see who starts. Uh, even I know like a lot of people are like, oh, our matchups for the first two weeks. But um, I still think it would be great games. I still think we're going to see a lot there. I think we'll see a lot of development. Um, I think there's a lot of things to watch for in those games uh, moving forward to see kind of predict more how we think our season's going to go. Uh, if we lose any of those first four games, I probably will be in the fetal position. I'll probably be a little sad, um, but um, I'm just really excited for this season. And uh, I think for Ole Miss fans, like with Lane, with everything, um, I think we have a lot to look forward to uh, with Juice leading the walkthrough. So. <laughs> All right. Um, before I let you go today, I need a prediction out of you. Not a rooting thing. You don't root. Who do you think takes the first snap Saturday? All right. You know I haven't said much but yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's not a uh, root thing at this point it's just a prediction my prediction is jackson dart okay Th- yeah that's con- kind of going around at the moment anyway but anyway thanks again for making the locked on on miss podcast your first listen every day now for your second listen go check out the ultimate pro football preview 2022 an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey NFL Insiders are all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Kara, thank you so much. Enjoy the game this weekend, and we'll do it again next week. Thanks, Stephen. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy.